Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt. It's all a bit hearty, so I don't really understand it. Luke. Is that a little Sasquatch penis? Dan. I accidentally got soap in my urethra. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. Luke's still fighting robots. Yeah. He's been putting up some cool stuff on the Instagram. That's yeah. heartening. Yeah. I worried that he would say that he was going to do it and then not do it. But he d- he's doing well, it. Well, yeah. I mean, he told us he was going to take over the Multiple Nerdgasm Instagram. And we all just assumed it. By we all, I don't just mean you and me. I mean, we all, all the listeners and us, assumed yes. we would never see anything on the Instagram for four weeks while he was gone. Yeah, exactly. But, but hey, there's some stuff. We, we can play the jingle again. Luke follows through on a thing. I don't know if it queued up, so <laughs> I'm sorry I can't play it for you right now, Dan. That's all right, man. I'm we sh- could just pretend we did. Yeah, because then it'll it'll just magically appear in the in the podcast. Look, he's actually just put something up right now. Oh, has he? Yep, as requested go. by Simon. I said this is a listener request. Oh yeah. Um, Luke said his first made cafe. First made cafe, which is what I assume that is, is a cafe where young girls dress up like maids. Uh-huh. Okay. That Maybe sounds they like clean up around you. That sounds like the Japan I've heard of. Yeah. Yeah. So if if there were maids and young girls hmm. and a bit of revisionist history, it would be quintessentially <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well head over to Instagram.com slash multiple nerdgasm. Give us a follow. Like some of Luke's pictures and give him some encouragement. He's doing well. He's doing really well. Yeah, and you know what? If you want to follow me, I've got like not many followers, so <laughs> You can go follow all of us. Go find me and then yeah. follow me as well. Follow the chain of... Although I did get accused, I did get accused yesterday of filling my timeline with too many sexy Asian girls. <laughs> oh, from your shoots and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah right, in my right. defense, my, my job mostly involves taking video footage of sexy Asian women. Oh, it must be tough. Well, just sexy women, but I live in Asia. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> right, so they don't, they don't refer to them that way. <laughs> just, yeah, it's women. Well, they do, to be fair. Oh, okay. They do. They're much, they're much less squeamish about it over here. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I had an interesting experience the other day because, uh, well, this has not been revealed on the show before, but I, Jenna and I are actually moving to mm. America in a couple of months. Uh, so the there you go. World. Big announcement for you. The United States of America. Do we, we maybe, you know, we've done meetups with our Aussie listeners. Maybe mm-hmm. this is a good opportunity to do um, meet some of our American fans. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully I'll be, uh, you know, be able to post some cool photos and stuff like that. I mean, I, I, I could post photos now, I suppose, because uh, I still do well, interesting things. You wouldn't it's be just... there, though. <laughs> no, that's right. So you'd be posting pictures. Now, now I'm not going to say you have to give away your, your location, but America is a big place. Yes. And you're going up the... Top right somewhere? <laughs> yes, the east coast. Mm. Top northeast yeah. coast. Northeast. I'm going to be near Boston. Some people say. Boston. Boston. Yes. The departed. So that, exactly. So that's going to be fun. Hopefully I don't get shot. No. But as, as a result of that, I am getting rid of some stuff because I have lived here uh, for a very, very long time and I have a lot of mm-hmm. stuff and I didn't want to take it all with me. Uh, and it's been rough. It's been real rough, Dan. It's <laughs> rough. It's surprisingly difficult to get rid of yeah, stuff. It is. Especially you, because you do like stuff, Matt. Yeah. I don't mean expensive stuff either. It's just just stuff because I'm looking at it and I go, well, I wanted that, you know, at one point. Yeah. I, I, had, I had envisioned a purpose for it, you know. But I found some yeah. interesting stuff. Um, one thing that I found that I will make available if I get clearance from uh, Ron Gilbert is a rather lengthy piece of Monkey Island fan fiction. Uh, like, <laughs> it's it's ten chapters long, uh, hand, handwritten um, yeah. in neat script, which suggests to me that I wrote it once and then rewrote it uh, neatly. <laughs> yeah, because you would never have written a first draft neatly. No, and uh, I would have done this when I was in high school, I think probably around 13 or 14 years old. Uh, after having played Monkey Island one and two, Monkey Island three did not exist yet. This was oh, m- those wonderful times. <laughs> this was my sequel to Monkey God. Island two. So I'm going to scan that in actually, and I'm going to send it to Ron Gilbert 
and just say, hey, oh, in case you're looking for ideas, yeah. here's a script. That I no, I just want to, I, I thought we maybe he would. get that up on Kickstarter. I thought maybe he'd get a laugh out of it. Uh, and well, I'm going to ask him. We would him, get a laugh out of it, our listeners. I know, but I don't want to get in trouble for copyright infringement. So I'm going to send it to him okay. first and just say, hey, I'm going to put this you up for fan fiction counts as copyright infringement. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll put it up regardless. I was thinking maybe that you should read it out a little piece by little piece on the special channel. I could do that. The specials right. channel. <laughs> just the special channel. Other implies there's only one special up there, or yeah. that it's just our very special channel. Yeah, it is quite special. Uh, all right, maybe I'll do a, an audiobook reading of that. So, yeah, if you're familiar with Monkey Island 1 and 2. If you need any guest uh, stars, you know where Luke and I are. Maybe we could do it as a radio play. Oh, my God, yes. I don't think we should necessarily have announced that now. I should probably keep my mouth mm-hmm. shut and, right. and kind of simmer on ideas. But I've said it now, so let's try and do it. Matt, All right, simmering well, on ideas is not what we're about here. <laughs> no, true. Oh, well, something else that happened. Uh, I've got, obviously, uh, as you could probably guess, a lot of video games. Uh, and I've what? got a lot of... Yeah. I've got a lot of consoles, a lot of video games. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I gave uh, a lot of Xbox 360 games to friends and things like that because uh, I just can't be bothered taking them. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking right now at a pile that I was going to sell on eBay thinking I'm not going to get much for this, right? It's uh, my Nintendo Wii, which, you know, everyone's oh. got. They go for yep. about $20. Yeah. Uh, my well, GameCube. Everyone's mum's got one. Exactly. My GameCube, which doesn't have a power adapter, and I thought, oh, it's not going to be worth much. Mm. And a pile of about 13 GameCube games. Okay. Uh, and... I mean, they're good games. I, I imported some. I've got a, a it's a, I've got a disc to uh, a region unlock it. So you put that disc in oh, first, and then okay. you swap the other region in. So it's pretty, it's pretty good setup. But I was thinking, oh, you know, there's no power adapter. I don't know if anyone's going to care about this. So I put the whole lot, the Wii, the GameCube, and the GameCube games up yep. on eBay, and I started the bidding at fifty bucks. I thought if I get fifty bucks right, for it, that's that, fair. That'll be nice. Better than, better than zero bucks. Yep. Almost immediately, I started getting messages. Like I got. Like no joke, like fifteen to twenty messages from people saying, like ranging from just saying, "I want to buy it right now." How much do you want for it right now? And I, so I was like, "What?" And then several ones that similar along these lines. Oh, I want it for my son's birthday. It's next week, so I have to buy it right now. I can't wait for the auction to end. How much do you want for it right now? And then a couple saying, I'll give you 150 bucks for it right now. <laughs> and I was like, okay, something's going on. And then. Uh, I got in a message from one guy. I'm not gonna. I won't say his name or anything. He's a collect. He, he runs a a rare games store on eBay, from what I can see. Okay. And he messaged me and he said, "Hey mate, uh, that's a pretty good collection. Uh, don't sell it too cheap. If you want a good price, let me know." Um, oh. And I was like, interesting. And so I I was like, so, okay, something's going on. So I I took the auction down and I started to look up the games, right? Because I've got games like. I mean, you, you wouldn't have heard of them, I assume. No one has, except for weirdos. Oh, I was like going to say, you fucking having a go at me, man. No, no, no. Skies of Arcadia, Legends, okay. you heard of that? No. Tales of Symphonia? No. Orchestra game, is it? Mm, no, no, not quite. Okay. Uh, yeah. I got Legend of Zelda Four Swords Adventure, uh, new in the box with the Game Boy Advance connector cable. I've got. Is uh, that two different games, Legend of Zelda and new in the box? Yeah, that's right. Two, both, <laughs> I got both of them. <laughs> Look, I do know I do know what Legend of Zelda is, but mm-hmm. I must admit it was fairly recently that I realized that that little green character's name was not Zelda. <laughs> so there you go, it's Link. You know. Yeah. Well, anyway, I've got some some games that are apparently quite rare. So I started looking them up, and yeah, okay, a couple of my games that I was about to give away very cheaply go for hundreds of dollars on their own, and then that that same. Hey, we're guy... talking a fifteen-year-old console, right? <sighs> I I guess I don't know how old the GameCube is. It was really early 2000s. It'd be 2000 or 2001. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's 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 like, uh, what generation was this? It's original Xbox generation, I think. Yeah, right? I believe PS2? I was at TAFE when this came out. Yeah, so it's, it's, it is. It's very old. Yeah. And then the same guy obviously saw that I pulled it down and then sent me another message saying, please tell me you didn't sell it cheap. It's worth <laughs> at least $800 for the whole lot. What? I know. And so and I messaged him back and I said, no, look, I really appreciate the heads up because everyone else was just trying to fucking lowball me real bad <laughs> yeah. oh it's my son he's dying and i need it tomorrow like, <laughs> like you, fucking, yeah. you fucking you fucking book of stamps yeah exactly <laughs> i'll swap you it for this shoe <laughs> yeah 
I lost the other one. So I've decided uh, for the moment I'm going to keep them. Because, yeah. yeah, I don't really know what to do Why with not? them at this point. Well, I'd fucking sell it to this rad dude if fucking if he wants it. And he well, actually that, knows what it's worth. But that makes me wonder, right? If he's just throwing that out there in an email, maybe it's worth more than that. Well, yeah. Because if I email him back and go, give me 800 bucks then, is he going to go, all right? Well, actually, Matt, maybe he's doing a trick that I saw in a movie the other day, whereas that you go in and you really overinflate your estimate so that the next guy is fucked, but you take four copies of Don Quixote off his hands at cheap prices. You've been watching The Ninth Gate. Yeah, and you know why I watched it? Your <laughs> fucking podcast. Did you? We could segue <laughs> into that if you which want. Which I'm now addicted to. Really? That's I was like, look, it took me a while to download it because for a while you weren't on uh, iTunes. And then I downloaded it and didn't listen to it. Then I started <laughs> listening to it the other morning. This is a great um, review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But once I did listen to it, uh-huh. I really enjoyed it. Started going through the catalogue of movies that you spoke about because I realised it's actually more fun to have seen the films. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But it's also got this kind of... Uh, hidden thing where it makes you want to see something too. So what I suggest to the listeners is listen to half an episode of Necronomicon, then go watch the film, inspired mm-hmm. to watch it, because you'll never be as excited by a film than when you like, really want to watch it. Then come back yeah. and listen to the second half. That's what yeah, I right. did with The Ninth Gate. Cool. So I went to leave you a review on uh, iTunes, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, left your five-star rating, because it Thank really you. is worth five out of five. Thank you, I appreciate it. And uh, wanted to make a comment as well, signed in, uh, and it asked me to come up with a nickname to use as I make comments. Right. Right. So I went to put in my usual nickname, Johnny Fuckpig. Uh, (laughs) Someone had taken it, right? So I was like, really? Yeah, I won't be funny. I'll just put Dan Nerdgasm. (laughs) Taken. 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 Dan from Multiple Nerdgasm. Taken. Dan Miller. Taken. Daniel Miller, taken. Little Danny Miller, taken. Wow. So you know what? You know what message I wrote? None. Because I literally couldn't think of something that it would let me fucking input. <laughs> Jesus. So well, I appreciate you've got the iTunes to You've got iTunes to blame, but you get no review from me. Well, all right. I appreciate the effort. Um, and actually, uh, look. Yeah, we've got some, uh, got some good reviews on here. Yeah, there were other reviews up there. Interesting. Somebody else managed to come up with a name. Johnny Fuckpig. Who the fuck is using Johnny Fuckpig out there? That is my name. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe we could track him down and ask him what they think of Necronomicon. Well, go to necronomicon.com uh, for oh, more of that. It's also it. multiplenergasm.com slash necronomicon because we don't do, uh, you know, we're not separating it or anything. It's all under the same banner because why not? Uh, but that's, yeah, it's Jenna and I talking about movies. Yeah, it's a network, Matt. The first bunch of episodes, we were kind of just talking about the movie, but we've gotten into what I think we'll continue to do now, which is we talk about the movie a bit, but we also talk about uh, behind the scenes stuff and kind of history related to what the film's about. Cause that- yeah, a lot of context. I was about to say that, actually. Listeners, don't expect them to talk about hmm. movies the way we talk about movies on this podcast, which is just to say we saw it, <laughs> right. it stars The Rock, and whether or not we enjoyed it, right? These podcasts are quite detailed. Yeah, we tried to make it a bit different. The Ninth Gate so one goes into going. incredible detail. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm sure Jenna will too. Thank you, guys. I did. I had an adventure today, actually. Have you ever escaped from Go a on. Mayan temple, Dan? Uh, recently or ever? Uh, well, recently. No. Oh, because I have. You have? Well, sort of. One of the many rare... Mayan temples in um, Western Sydney, I guess. No, it's in the city itself, near Central. It's one of the many, uh, as there seem to be now, escape rooms, which yes. is this new phenomenon. Man, they're everywhere. Man, there's uh, so many here. There are so many here. I haven't yeah. done one yet. It's cool, man. This one was good. It was elaborate. So it was an Indiana Jones-themed escape room. That's uh, cool. But, which I noticed had the Tomb Raider soundtrack playing the whole time we were in this temple the, the new <laughs> not only that but if it's indiana jones and it's mayan themed this is kingdom of the crystal skull <laughs> no it was it was definitely very raiders themed, okay. like very right uh, and I'm, i don't want to give away any of the puzzles or anything in case you guys listeners you should go check this out it was uh it was called break the code the place we went to uh it's in it's in the city in sydney here and i would recommend it it was good fun it was it was actually more um elaborate than I was expecting. There was literally a wall that, that 
could crush you. Uh, <laughs> okay. Like it was made of foam, but it was it was actually quite scary when I set it off the first time. Ah. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, it was cool. Yeah, you basically you go they they take you in, they blindfold you first out in the lobby, and then they <laughs> they walk you through. In a, you know, everyone puts their hands on the person in front shoulders, and they walk you in, uh, and then he locks you in the room, and then you take the blindfold off. And in this case, we were in. It was set up to look like a Mayan temple. Ah. And we had to solve puzzles to try and make our way through uh, to get the treasure, which looked suspiciously like the, the head from Raiders of the Lost Ark, the golden yep. head. <laughs> uh, and then when you bring it back to the entrance, the, the door, which is magnetically and, I guess, electronically censored, uh, opens. And the Indiana Jones theme music plays. Wow. So it was good. Um, you have an hour to do it. And we took uh, slightly over an hour. <laughs> that's so great that was, uh, I went with my family right so it's family friendly yeah, oh yeah definitely or yeah, some of your one... family are still trapped inside <laughs> well I mean I'll, I'll let you know uh, when, we, <laughs> when we hear from them well the uh, the ones here range from I think family friendly ones to ones that are quite terrifying from, yeah from everything I hear so yeah I'm interested to do a one that's not like because we, we had uh, my two nieces with us and they're, they're quite young so yeah, yeah. We, could, we didn't do anything terrible you didn't go into those ones that are full of you know bizarre sexual violence do you remember that we talked about this those ones in america where yeah. they literally like they can spit do on you anything to you you have to sign a waiver i don't know why you would want that but no whatever. that doesn't sound fun like i'll run from people dressed up as ghosts and shit right yeah that, that's that's you know that's and i'll get into it and I'll, I'll scream and you know take it really seriously but what i mm. won't do is pay to be raped <laughs> Oh, extreme haunted houses—that's what they call those. That's Where they literally, right. they'll literally tie you up and hit you and beat you and yeah, yeah. They want you to so leave. So weird, <laughs> so weird. But whatever, whatever you're into, I guess. Yeah. Um, but this was not like that. This was great. So I, I recommend it if you haven't done one, because uh, you know a lot of people have been talking about them, and and I was I've been wanting to do one for a while. So it was actually a combined birthday thing for Jenna and I. Oh. And my mum took us. So oh, that's nice. It was nice. So yeah, I recommend it. Good fun. Yeah, I'd go to that. Indiana Jones themed yep. right up my proverbial alley. I was going to wear my Indiana Jones hat, but <laughs> yeah, because I, for the listeners, I literally have an Indiana Jones hat. I bought mm -hmm. it he from does. Disney. Yeah, turn <laughs> at it the over Indiana and Jones. on the inside it says Indiana Jones. Yeah, I got it from the Disney, from Disney at the Indiana Jones shop in Disney. <laughs> and I have a little bit of buyer's remorse about it because there's no situation where I can wear it where it's not obviously <laughs> it's not an, an Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones hat. hat. Like, Very true. Because I don't dress like Indiana Jones, you know. I dress like like a fucking '90s teenager because I'm because I'm <laughs> yeah. a man child, yeah, and yeah. so I just look ridiculous with it on most of the time. That's I correct. did when I bought it. Yeah, there's only certain outfits that a hat like that even goes with, right? <laughs> right, and I don't have any of them because <laughs> yeah. I even looked ridiculous when I bought it because I had uh, we were at Disney and I had uh, I had a a one-up mushroom shirt, Mario one. It was a green one-up mushroom t-shirt <laughs> yeah. and black jeans and Indiana Jones hat. Ridiculous. That's great. But I didn't care because I was, I was at Disney. Yeah, so. yeah. It's, it's weird because you pre pretty much described what Luke wore every day of his teenage life. <laughs> That's true. Well, as, and he, as he wears now. Yeah, true. Yeah. If anything, he's gone slightly more stylish now. But well, when again, Luke I and I... All have. I'm sure we've talked about this before, but when Luke and I went to Disney in uh, Florida, mm. Luke thought it would be appropriate to wear an uh, Inspector Gadget-style trench coat. <laughs> so he and a, and a hat, like a yet, a, a yet another thing where there's only very few situations where that's appropriate. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he did look like a pedophile. In fact, I'll put that up on the Instagram this week. You can Please see that because I'm not sure I've even seen that. Yeah, in fact, the, the photo is of us with two Disney employees that wanted a photo with us and then and, and yeah. slightly... wanted a photo or demanded to take a photo to put up somewhere yeah the, so the that photo you'd be remembered when you came back the photo i think was taken by a disney employee and it was us with uh, a girl who worked there because i think she was like i'm gonna get a photo with these guys that's funny yeah. see i bought myself uh it's not an indiana jones hat i'm not gonna pretend it is and I got it from Paddy's Market for about 30 bucks. But it is mm. a hat that looks a bit like Indiana Jones's hat because I went to a fancy dress party at your house. Yeah. Dressed as Indiana Jones, as I am wont to do. Mm. Uh, a young short round by my side. Yes, right. <laughs> that's, that's my thing. 
but I didn't bring it with me when I moved over to Asia because I was like, honestly, when am I going to want to wear this, right? Uh-huh. When you first go to time a I was in temple, the fucking, <laughs> well, first jungle I was in, I was like, well, this is a wasted opportunity. <laughs> exactly. I'm literally in a jungle. And uh, in another hemisphere, I've got a hat that would be perfect. See, I was thinking, oh, anytime I do yard work, I could wear it, my Indiana Jones hat. I live in an apartment. <laughs> yeah. I don't, have, I don't have a yard. No. I mean, you know, you lived here as well. That's right. There's nothing. There's a couple of pot plants on the balcony. Like, it's not worth putting a hat on to <laughs> go out and water them. You could wear those hats when you water the pots. Come on. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. That. This is a thing that annoys me. Uh, is because I have, for a very long time, worn... Um, not necessarily fedoras, but those style hats. Yeah. Um, I have so I have one that's actually quite an expensive hat, and I really like it. Except there's this stigma now where the <laughs> the fedora wearer is like is is basically frowned upon and um, almost discriminated against, especially in the you know the the, <laughs> the internet themed world, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. the tech world, as being you know one of those obnoxious mouth-breathy atheists or uh, misogynists or you know they, they and that only I don't know. half describes you <laughs> exactly because i don't i mean i don't think i'm like that and i've been wearing these things for years i mean luke still wears his he doesn't give a fuck yeah but i don't know it just bugs me because every time I'm, I'm out somewhere and someone will make a joke about oh, those bloody fedora wearers and i'm there and tip i tip my hat to them because <laughs> i'm like <laughs> yep yeah i don't know seems like come on guys <laughs> we're not supposed to, we don't discriminate against anybody right that's that's Uh, how the good guys do it but anyway oh hashtag fedora wearers lives matter (laughs) hashtag not all fedoras (laughs) is not all fedoras the name of this podcast (laughs) yeah maybe it is hey i got some good news for you go on they've announced a game Mm. uh well it's not good news because you might have to spend some money yeah if you want it Uh but uh there's a game that you've played, mm-hmm. and our listeners, those of you who've subscribed to our newsletter, which you all should, mm. uh, will know that Dan played an awful lot of Civilization V. Yeah. An awful lot. How many hours do you reckon you've put in that game? Uh, well, according to, uh, according to when I looked last, it was 200 and something, but I reckon because I played on planes a lot and it doesn't clock you up when you're playing in offline mode, so huh. well in excess of 300 hours for sure. There you go. Yeah. Well, they've announced Civ Six. They sure have, man. They sure mm. have. And I am psyched. Take my fucking money, Sid. Take it. Can I say, did you watch the trailer? The announcement trailer? Yeah. Yeah, I did. So there's no footage. Doesn't and get it's a lot all away. No, <laughs> it's just it's just kind of propaganda, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Correct. Um but it appears to be narrated by Sean Bean. That's what I thought. Mm. I, and so, is it Sean Bean? Because I wondered how long they searched for someone who sounded like Sean Bean. <laughs> the cheap Sean Bean. But they've probably got enough cash. Yeah. Well, I mean, my hope is that Sean Bean narrates the game. Because generally there's, oh they have God. someone well-known narrate true. the game. Like uh, like Civ Four was was Leonard Nimoy as one of my favorites, actually. Cause was it? it was, yeah. I never played Civ um, Four. I don't know who the Civ Five narrator was off the top of my head. Now that I, think I don't about know it. either. And I didn't know that it was somebody special, or I would have Googled this before now. Civ 5 narrator. William Morgan Shepard. Don't know who that is. Now, <laughs> now Googling William Morgan Shepard. His three credits that come up in his Google... Uh, box. Yeah, his Google box. Uh, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Oh. <laughs> Max Headroom. Right. And uh, Transformers, the first well, one. Well, they're all great references. Yeah. That's fine by me. Well, all right. Well, hopefully Sean Bean narrates this one. Um, so, I mean, yeah. if he does, spoilers, he's going to die in the game. Because <laughs> he will. That's his thing. Uh, but yeah, hopefully he'll narrate the game because that'd be cool. That would be great. It looks cool. The graphics look a little cartoony. They do. Uh, they do. Which is cool because I'm a big fan of the Civ Revolution, the one that's on. Yeah. I played on the iPad. Oh, uh, sure. I really liked it because it's, it's, it's like Civ. It's just a bit simplified. So it's yeah. good, yep. quick, quick games on the go and everything like that. And it kind of, I don't know, these new, the new look kind of reminds me of that. Yeah. Also, uh, there's a list of improvements uh, yeah. to it, like cities being built over multiple tiles. Yeah, that's awesome. So that you can really customize, you know, if a certain building in your city needs to be next to a river or a mountain or something, that sounds cool. Yeah, sick. You can double up units onto a single tile. So that yeah, you, you can uh, you can put an anti tank troop around a tank. 
Yeah, that's cool. Because Civ Five, you can't share tiles at all, right? No, you cannot. You can share tiles with um, great, great people. Yeah, right. Uh, so like me. Could... <laughs> yeah, mate. You're a great person, so I'm going to share my tile with you. <laughs> Welcome aboard. <laughs> so you could put um, you could put a great general on uh, on the same tile as somebody, but that's that's it. Yeah, right. It seems like with this you can come up with combos. And stuff. Yeah, so that's you cool. Can. That's great. This comes out in October. It looks like I'm going to need a new laptop because yeah. it will not run on this because Civ Five barely does. <laughs> yeah, so I've already told my girlfriend uh, not to expect to see me at night for quite some time. <laughs> come October because my my love is now Civ Six from this moment on. So uh, Firaxis, or Firaxis, or however you pronounce it, the company that makes them, uh, mm. there's a sale on steam for uh civ 5 at the moment so you get okay. the expansions and all that kind of stuff yeah and i saw this on reddit and it just made me laugh because i feel like i feel like this guy is just a bit unreasonable in his uh in how upset he is about this let me read uh, you this post yeah on reddit right <clears throat> so this is this is all quotes in the flurry of excitement for civilization 6 civilization 5 is having its every few months 75 percent off everything deal however the somewhat insulting part is this the complete edition costs $12.50, more than the two main DLCs combined, and gives no extra copies of anything and no bundle discounts, meaning that when I bought the complete edition a while ago for the same price, there is no price advantage versus someone who just heard of the game today. <laughs> what are everyone's thoughts on this? On one hand, you may view it as buying later gives you more stuff, but at the moment, this policy prevents me from buying the rest of the game, as $12.50 is not worth the few expansions <laughs> I don't have left. <laughs> I mean, fucking hell, man! Twelve dollars wow. fifty. Just pay I the money. Spent and a lot shut more up. Twelve dollars fifty on this, dude. I know some people are so weird about like twelve dollars fifty is. I mean, unless I mean, I don't know where this guy lives. Maybe I'm maybe I'm like being a bit judgy, but it's twelve dollars <laughs> fifty, man. Just pay the fucking money. It's Mate, fine. I will buy if you fucking write to me. I will gift you this game because yep. everyone should have it. So yeah, if you're that one guy, it's fucking coming your way. <laughs> email us with some up. proof somehow yeah that's right and we'll uh and we'll uh we'll, we'll buy you the dlcs because i mean 12 this is like uh remember that we talked about a little while ago that person who bought a game yes. loved it enjoyed <laughs> it and then was like wasn't very long though i might get a refund yeah because he <laughs> finished off. it within the time now yeah. he even really agonized over it too and the developers even yeah. came into the forums and said well look we're glad you enjoyed it and if you did enjoy it so much maybe consider not taking your money back off from us some people are so strange. So yeah, I just I saw this and it made me laugh because I was like, "Fuck, calm down, man. It's twelve dollars fifty. Just what do you I want to consider buying Civ Five again just to know that I only paid twelve fifty? Also, just the con the idea that they sat around in a boardroom and they were like, "All right, we've got to work out the fairest pricing for people who bought this combination of DLCs and this combination." Like, fucking, they yeah. don't care. It's no. on sale. Buy it or don't. Yeah, <laughs> can't wait. We have to talk about this briefly. I just I saw this news article. And it confused me mm. um, because apparently Star Trek Online mm -hmm. is coming to Xbox One and PS4. And I read it and I was like, that game's still around? Yeah, I, uh, I'd forgotten this was even a thing, to be honest. I thought this just went away. Like, yeah. I guess people must still be playing this. Um, so now I'm like wondering if it was good. Like in my head... I, maybe I'm confusing it with the Star Trek the movie game, which was I know it was awful, <laughs> right? Yeah. Maybe I got them confused because I I saw this and I was like, who would pay for this? But maybe maybe this is a good game and I just don't know about it. You're gonna check so, it out now, aren't you? Well, maybe it depends. If it costs me money, maybe not. But um, but listeners, if you've played Star Trek Online or if you play Star Trek Online, uh, let us know whether it's shit or not. Yeah, look, I'd be interested to hear, actually. Because, I mean, I like Star Trek. Yeah. And you like MMOs. <laughs> I like video games. Yeah. Yeah, just I saw the headline and I, I did a double take because I was like, wait, what? That game still exists? I thought that was a flop. <laughs> and um, they mention here that, hang on, how was it? Six six years so far it's been going for. Yeah, since about 2010, right? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Color me surprised. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I think maybe I got the games confused or something. Yeah, look, speaking of games that I'd kind of forgotten anyone even still played, right? Mm. 
uh, and it's it's kind of my usual style to come late to most parties, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. So now that everyone's a bit bored and there's no hype around uh, World of Warcraft, oh, yeah. I, I decided I'd finally sign up to get myself <laughs> did an you? account. Yeah, yeah, I did. Actually, I, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, I have something to add as well, but All continue. Right. Well, so I signed up to my, uh, what is it, Blizzard? Yeah, Blizzard. Battle.net. Yeah. Battle.net. Battle.net, yeah. Downloaded all that shit, signed up, did all that. Uh, then tried to download the game. Yeah. Uh, was probably told by my computer, I'm too small, I'm too small, don't force it in me. Um, <laughs> and I, I, had to, I had to delete a whole bunch of shit off my quite small hard drive before right. I uh, could download it. So I'm still stuck in between. Oh, that, so you haven't played it yet. And the next, no, I haven't. No. Okay, well, yeah, no, and I still don't. I still don't have that. You could install it to an external drive. You have external drives, I'm sure. You do video editing. Yeah, I do, Uh, and that's probably what I'll end up doing. Yeah, I probably because you wouldn't be playing it on the go anyway, because you've got to be on the internet. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, well, it's a that's a funny coincidence because as part of the you know the cleanup around here, I've got Mm. a bunch of external drives. I was going through them, and I found one that had backups of games and shit like that. You know, like that I'd bought digitally yeah, and right. downloaded and, and the installers and stuff. And I was like, oh, I don't think I need these, but I'm going to double check. So I logged into a few services and just made sure that, yes, I can re-download them if I need them. Yeah. Uh, and Blizzard was one of them because I, I own StarCraft 2 and I own mm. World of Warcraft and, and Diablo 2 and Diablo 3 and a, a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I just don't want to keep the installers lying around if I don't need to. Yeah. So I logged in uh, and I'm looking at, oh, yeah, I own this, I own that. And I, it's got World of Warcraft. And at some point, like, I know that I bought... There's a bunch of expansions for it. Many, many expansions. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know what they all are. I bought the original game at some point near when it came out. And then I bought the first expansion, The Burning Crusade. Yeah. And as far as I'm aware, that's all I ever paid for. Mists of Pandaria? No, I never bought it. Okay. No, uh, however, now when I log in, it says that I own the full thing all the way up to Warlords of Draenor or whatever it is. And okay. so I was like... did. Did they just make them all free or did I at some point get given them all or, or, or what is the deal? But the sneaky thing is now I'm like, kind of want to play it again. <laughs> like, well, let's play, Matt. All right. If you're, if you're going to play. Imagine that. Imagine that in the year 2016. <laughs> we start playing we World of Warcraft. Wow. <laughs> I can think of one listener who's like, Fuck, Fuck you. you. I know. <laughs> I know. I go, and he's going to tell me next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Now you join? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, I'll let you know if I eventually find enough hard drive space to, uh, All right, cool. to install this and uh, if I get on and then, yeah. you know. And maybe if we can find a time hi. zone, we find a time zone that suits. Yeah, exactly. After I move, we can continue to play. Yeah, it's either going to make it easier or harder. I'm not, I'm not sure which one. Because right <laughs> no, now no. we're two to three hours away from each other, which is actually mm. really irritating. Yeah, I know. But day for night is a bit easier because maybe I'll be sitting at home bored while you're, you know, can't sleep. <laughs> you <know? laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. And I'll, it'll be the weekend here and it'll be my Friday night. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, cool. World yeah. of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. It's free now, I think, mostly. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's totally free up, yeah. uh, until you're like... Level 20. Level, level 20, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to jump yeah. in now and I'm going to say, listeners, mm-hmm. uh, write in, let us know what you think of our show, please. Uh, if you've got something you'd like us to talk about, if you have any comments, suggestions, mm-hmm. podcast at multiplenergasm.com. Facebook.com slash multiple nerdgasm, Twitter.com slash mnerdgasm, Instagram.com slash multiple nerdgasm. Uh, oh, just go to multiplenergasm.com. There's links to everything there. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, uh, it'd be great if you if you like the show and you want to support us, head over to Patreon.com slash multiple nerdgasm and you can support the show for as little as $1 an episode. And we really, really appreciate it. Thanks. That's, that's less than a song on iTunes. I know. A song is $1.99. Than- that would be $1. We do four episodes a month. We only charge for this show. We don't charge for Necronomenom or uh, or any of the specials or anything like that because mm. 
that's how we've just always done it and it works out quite well because it's weekly basically yeah also we've um we've splintered off uh all our racist comments into a separate podcast now multiple racism gasm uh, and, and we charge separately for that because it's a niche. It's a niche market. Yeah, that is an awful name. It's very convoluted. <laughs> racism gasm. Racism gasm. gasm. It's too many zooms. Uh, strangely, the URL was available. The domain. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But yeah. But yes. Yeah, so uh, it's about four dollars a month, and then yeah, you get uh, you can set a maximum. So if you, you can say you want to pay a dollar an episode, but you only want to pay two dollars a month, which would yeah. be cheeky. But you can do that if you want. You can do that. It is a anyway, free country. Absolutely. To an extent. Uh, speaking of contacting us on Instagram and all that, did you see the new Instagram design? Yeah, I did. I did. In fact, I couldn't find Instagram for a bit. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Because it didn't just change its logo a bit. It completely changed the style of the logo. Yeah, it was a very, it's a very big change. It's an odd change. And I watched mm. their little video that they posted about, oh, it's yep. the same old thing as we've, we've taken the rainbow. And I was like, what rainbow? And I had to Google <laughs> a picture of the old one and go, oh, yeah, I guess up in the top corner there's a tiny little rainbow. Yeah, no, people don't like it, which is not surprising. I mean, I don't give a shit. Make your logo whatever you want, but, you know. Yeah, no, people are real mad about it. Um, <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> yeah, because it's the internet. Uh, people making fun of it. I get not liking it, but why are you mad? <laughs> I know people just. I know who cares. We made a little joke on Facebook, changed our logo to yeah. be the same as it. I don't know if everyone got it. Very few people got it by, by the look of it. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Yep, Jenna did it. I gave her a big thumbs up because I thought that was funny. Oh, Matt, <laughs> just what? keep your oh, private oh. life out of this. Oh, sorry. The app itself looks completely different as well. So I don't know. I like it's... the way that the app now looks. It's very clean. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, but you're a minimalist, Dan. That's true. You want less of everything. Oh, it's true. It's, I do. I imagine right now you're just sat on a beanbag <laughs> in a room with the laptop in your lap. No, I'm not even sitting. Not even sitting. Standing. Oh, you got a standing desk. Are yeah. you really? No, of course not. <laughs> okay, all right. Hovering. Yeah, yeah, it's good. No, yeah. I need I need a good two or three inches off my dick too before I can actually use it. <laughs> nice. Uh, it's funny because I, I do like minimalism, but I've never been called um, a minimalist before, <laughs> which I like now. I'm going to add that and minimalist to uh, to my bio. To your Twitter bio. <laughs> yeah. Ironically, making my bio two words longer. A director. Minimalist. Is that what it says? It's just going to say minimalist, etc. because I don't want that many words. <laughs> it's just minimalist. And then just a pipe. <laughs> one of those pipes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Oh, just minimalist with no nouns? Because, you know. Because mm -hmm. who needs them? Mm. Um, look, not going super far from uh, World of Warcraft, mm -hmm. sort of, uh, I just want to give a little shout-out to someone. Mm -hmm. I want to give a shout-out to the recreationist who um, mm -hmm. fucking speared a drone out of the sky mm -hmm. at a Renaissance fair recently. <laughs> Did, was this a stunt or was this just no, his? No. He's just super into the role and thought it was some kind of. <laughs> so evil if you watch demon. the video, basically uh, they're all there, they're all dressed, and they're all walking uh, towards the field where they're going to recreate this one particular battle, medieval mm -hmm. battle. Um, someone's taking some drone photography, <laughs> and this guy just takes it upon himself to spear the thing out of the sky. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. What, so he just got into the moment. <laughs> yeah, he was just willing to it. Look, I mean, if you were in character, right, and you were at a medieval fair and you saw a drone, yeah, right. you'd think it was a demon, wouldn't you? <laughs> sure. Well, I don't know what I'd think, but yeah, probably. Yeah, you'd I'd... yell demon and you'd spear it yeah. out of the sky. That's what you'd I do. I mean, I'd be, I'd be a pretty different person in that situation, but yes. True. I, I like how they said, uh, one of the organisers has said, the lance was not a fighting weapon. It has a softened, softened tip. Therefore, the quadcopter was not destroyed. It just dropped <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> Making excuses now. I like this too. Social media users criticized the drone's presence at the event, which even bans participants from wearing modern underwear. <laughs> How do Take they, it off. Show they check me. you on the way in. Showers, what are you going under there? <laughs> Nothing? Good. Good. <laughs> it's something made of straw. Excellent. Good. <laughs> I love yeah. this though. The drone owner has said that 
he has spoken to organisers about the possibility of making drone spearing an official event next year. Because, <laughs> you know, it's traditional. <laughs> traditional drone spearing. But the owner yeah. of the drone said that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pretty cool. That's the weirdest person in this equation oh. to start wanting that to happen. With aerial devices standing in for dragons. Because he, I guess he thinks dragons were real. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, he's mixing this up with Game of Thrones. <laughs> exactly. That's great, though. Yeah. Great shot. <laughs> yeah. And and the thing is, like, if he had missed it, it wouldn't have been news. <laughs> sure, of course, yeah. Like, man throws spear at drone is not a headline, but no. man spears drone out of sky is. <laughs> this reminds me of... Uh... I, I don't know. I think we talked about this. A case where the guy uh, in southern US somewhere shot down a drone. It was his neighbor's drone. It flew over into <laughs> his right. yard. Yeah. And so he shot it down. It's my and then the right cops to shoot it down if it's <laughs> on my and, property. And the judge was like, well, shouldn't have been over his property. And the guy's like, <laughs> fuck off, really? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, be careful, guys. Uh, you'll be able to just call it the South soon. Yeah. Which everyone knows. Right. When you say the South, everyone knows you mean the Southern United States. But it feels yeah, a little bit pretentious true. to say the South when you're in Australia because it's like, what, South Australia? Yeah, what? Yeah, Melbourne. Tasmania. <laughs> Melbourne's yeah. not in South Australia. No, Melbourne's in. No, no, I know. You think about it? <laughs> I was thinking of them distinctly. <laughs> it is in the South. So- because <laughs> South of me is Melbourne. Correct. Correct. Right now. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, you know my good friend Simon West? I do. Simon West, <laughs> director of uh, Con Air. Yeah, and that commercially yep. made in Sydney. <laughs> yeah, we work. You mean we work together on Dan? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, your your um, collaboration. Yeah, that ADT home security <laughs> commercial that I worked on with Simon oh, West. I haven't seen that, Matt. Because I the would actually like commercial. to see that. Oh, uh, I've seen it. It was on YouTube at one point. I'll try and find it. It's uh, it had some cool special effects. We uh, we set a house on fire. Right, uh, it was and potential, a mailbox, it was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was probably the coolest thing I worked on. Yeah, we had a fireman run out of a burning building, saving what's a dog. The, uh, what's the <sighs> company? ADT. The, ADT. the problem is there's ads for ADT on the time all the time in America. So I don't know if you'll find it. You could try ADT commercial Simon West. That's what I'm looking for. And then you can look up Aricept commercial Vim Vendors <laughs> to see the commercial <laughs> you know we were what? shooting. I told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> Vim Vendors can get fucked. <laughs> Matt, you've got to tell that story. Yeah, as, well. as, to preference this, a, a, anyone who doesn't know who Vim Vendors is, he's a, he's a German New Wave filmmaker. Because I didn't know who he was. <laughs> <laughs> he's incredibly famous, but only if you watch a certain type of film, right? Yeah. So I worked on a TV commercial with him. I used to do locations uh, for TV commercials. And if you don't know what that means, I used to go and find places for people to film. And then when they filmed things, I would be there to kind of manage things and make sure everyone was happy and you know the director got to put the camera where he wanted and the homeowner got to stop the director putting the camera where they didn't want him to put it basically <laughs> that was yeah, that was the gist of it that's a recipe for disaster but go on yeah it was it was a nightmare um but vim vendors in particular uh was shooting a tv commercial he wanted to put the camera somewhere where the homeowner didn't want him to put the camera and so it turned into a, a bigger argument than it really needed to be uh and i didn't know who he was like i didn't know that he was as famous as he was sort of thing and uh and people seemed to be looking at me like god just let him put the fucking camera in the in the kitchen and i was like no we can't put the fucking camera in there they don't want they don't want the, they don't want you in there and uh because that was your one said, job matt fucking, <laughs> that's exactly that's what i was there to for manage the location. and they said vim vendors wants to put the camera in the kitchen and i said tell vim vendors to go fuck himself <laughs> and at the end of the day, I got back to the office uh, where my boss, who obviously did know who he was, yep. was. I walked in and he was clapping and he goes, tell Vim Vendors to go fuck himself, eh? That is so good. That's, that's yeah. great. I actually met Vim Vendors a few years after that. You when interviewed I him? interviewed him for World Movies Channel. To tell him to go fuck himself. Yeah. It's like, Vance, if wants me to sit, I want you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> Matt Ham sends his regards. Yeah. Now, look, I don't know if he knows that I said that. Uh, I kind of hope he, di- he doesn't. <laughs> Just in case. You know. I mean, not, I'm probably not going to work with him again. Uh, <laughs> oh, fucking who would want to work with a prima donna like that? No, no, exactly. But anyway, my point was, I worked with Simon West as well. Mm. Uh, he directed 
Uh, Con Air, uh, Tomb Raider 1 and 2. Hmm, won't talk about those. Expendables. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's right, The Expendables. Um, he does a lot of action movies. And he's directing a film now. We're set to direct a film that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. It's called War Wolf. <laughs> yep. It's set in 1356 after decades of war between the French and English armies with English soldier Earl Hugo awarded the castle of his enemy, the French assassin Moshe. But in the walls of the castle and the lands that surround it, someone has reawakened the Loup de Guerre, the ferocious war wolf of French legend, and the nightmarish creature is now on a killing spree. Fuck yeah, I've watched the shit out of that. And there's a picture here. I don't know if this is an official picture from the from the film. <laughs> this might be from this might be a worgen from World of Warcraft, but it's a big fucking wolf with a sword <laughs> and armor, so, and armor. Yeah, and I really tail. hope, <laughs> yeah. So maybe I'm getting excited. You know, over nothing. Basically, if He-Man and Dracula and a wolf all stepped (laughs) into a matter transmitter and were put back molecularly in the wrong order, this is what would come out. (laughs) And again, I mean, this this could be unrelated. Like True. But mind you, the plot of this kind of reminds me of an old French movie called Brotherhood of the Wolf. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, I have. It's directed by uh, Christophe Garns. Yeah, it is. It's about the uh, the Beast of Givarn, mm. which is a true story. Is it, though? Because I've seen it, uh, and I call bullshit on well, that. Well, it's one of those... It's a movie true story in that it's based on the thing that happened, which wasn't <laughs> quite what happened in the movie. Uh, in <laughs> real life, something was eating people. In the movie, it was... It was a werewolf. A li- yeah. yeah it was, well, so it's, it's true that spoilers. people thought there was a werewolf. Yes. Yeah. They thought there was a beast. Yes. Mm. I like that movie a lot, actually. Yeah, it's great. It's a weird combo of kung fu yeah. and and uh, uh, French. <laughs> yeah, French provincial um, period yeah. drama. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit Shot odd. Shot like an MTV music video. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's weird, but I liked it. It worked for me. Uh, it's got Monica Bellucci in it, and it's got uh, her husband. What's his name? Uh, uh, Vincent Cassel. You know, they have an open relationship, and they each have an apartment. As In addition to their house, they've each got a little apartment that they have... For affairs, private affairs. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Imagine being married to Monica Bellucci, getting to hit that any time you want, and having her say to you, "Grab something else you want to. Don't mind." See, I'm not that into Monica Bellucci. Yeah. Say. Yeah. You know what I am into? Yeah. Ridley Scott. However. Yeah, maybe him too. <laughs> not, not in the same way. No, I mean, not, I mean, you're not into him the same way I am. No, I mean, that's fine, Matt. <laughs> I mean, neither of us are into him the same f- way you're into Monica Bellucci. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I, well, we are in the sense that I've not been in her at all. <laughs> right. But and this is, a, this is because she's in an open relationship. Right, and this is a clumsy segue because yeah. I'm going, I'm I jumping where you're going from, though. You're going yeah, you can Blade see the Runner. direction I'm heading. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you're looking in the spreadsheet and you can see where I'm headed. <laughs> and where I'm headed is through Blade Runner. And I'm going to take a bit of a turn uh-huh. back towards Philip K. Dick. Yeah. And then I'm going to say Brian Cranston from uh, from Breaking Bad, which I haven't seen. Well, then let's say Brian Cranston from Malcolm in the Middle. Then Brian Cranston from Godzilla, <laughs> yes, uh, is going to produce and star mm-hmm. in an adaptation of uh, Electric Dreams: The World of Philip K. Dick. Yeah, so I think this is an anthology series, right? Right. So, like um, the Twilight Zone. Except every episode is a Philip K. Dick novel. Right. Okay. Because I thought, I, I'm, I'm sure the first time I saw something about this, it said, do androids dream of electric sheep? But this, this article well, that is Well, that could be one. Because as we got know, a, yeah. Blade Runner takes a couple of things from that book, but not a lot. No, it's loosely based on So that could be an episode. Yeah. Well, so this sounds cool. Yeah. So they're just making episodes of all his stories. Well, look, I don't know... All I know is that they call it a 10-part anthology series, and anthology series normally means that each episode is completely standalone. Yeah, right. So it's being produced, uh, executive produced, I should say, by Ronald D. Moore, uh, mm-hmm. who is the guy behind Battlestar Galactica, the remake. Oh, cool. So okay. uh, that's how you make a really cool thing seem even cooler. Yeah. Is by putting the showrunner of my favorite fucking show in there. What has he done since then? Uh, Caprica, I assume. And uh, I liked Caprica. I'm sad when they got cancelled. I liked it. Didn't see it because I think I was holding out and then it got cancelled and then I decided not to watch yeah. something that I know had gotten cancelled. So. No, it was dis- it was one of those disappointing cancellations where it was like, ah, oh, it was going somewhere. 
Yeah. Like Carnival. Oh, God. Carnival. Carnival, the most cruel cancellation of all. He'd written it. He'd they shot two it. endings to Carnival. Listeners, if you haven't seen Carnival, go watch it. It's great. It's really slow at first. So some people struggle to get into it, but it's, it's so worth it, I think. But there's only two seasons and they thought they'd been renewed. So they, they shot two endings because they thought, oh, I mm. might get canceled. And they, they, they were like, no, no, that's no, being renewed, being renewed. So they aired the ending where the story continued. And then they fucking got canceled anyway. Yeah. And so the ending is like. Fucking cliff. Oh, it's brutal, the ending. Yeah. No closure at all. Yeah. Just. So what he's done recently is a CV series called Outlander, which right. I know is a British series. So I don't know, but this is probably a remake by the sounds of this. Right. Uh, about a woman who goes back in time to medieval Scotland. Okay. Yeah. I didn't I didn't expect that to be the plot. <laughs> fair yeah, enough. Fair enough. There's one other bit of movie news that I wanted to talk about. Mm. Uh, and it, only because I... That's not actually what this article is about technically. But it uh, when I read the headline, I went, wait, what? Um, Thor Ragnarok yep. is, is being directed by Taika Waititi. Oh, nice pronunciation. Is that how it's pronounced? I have no idea, but I wasn't even going right. to attempt it. Okay. Well, he's the guy who directed and, and starred in uh, What well, we, we Do in the, the Shadows. shadows. I know, yeah. cause I, and I knew his name. So I, I read the headline and I was like, wait, he's directing Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Like, because the only, th- as far as I'm aware, the only thing I've seen of his is <laughs> yeah. What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah, me too. Like, And I love this. He's already, he's tweeted at James Gunn, right? Yeah. And said, hey, when you're making one of those big movies, how many explosions are you supposed to put in? I have one. Yeah. And then he followed up with, and it's not so much an explosion, more of a boink sound. <laughs> so I'm excited. Uh, by the way, James Gunn did reply and wrote, 12 out of 11 school buses full of kids exploding and you'll be good. People love that in superhero <laughs> movies. And I liked uh, Peyton Reed, who directed uh, Ant-Man, said, and they're strict. They didn't even count my Pimtech explosion because technically it's an implosion. <laughs> oh yeah and then uh tiger says ah got it thanks do i have to put that purple dude in the floating chair in my movie you know the magic glove guy <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm excited about this now but i don't know i i don't know what to think i mean obviously the guy's funny but yeah. and, and also uh the other thing that i learned from this article is that uh, no Natalie Portman and no Kat Dennings yeah. in this one. Look, I'm okay with not having beautiful women in it who didn't really contribute anything to the plot, <laughs> you know? Yeah, sure. Especially Kat Dennings. And I really do like her. But I yeah, just, right. just throwing a wacky chick in there as mm. a comic relief is not really... See, I'm one of the few people who liked the Thor movies a lot. And I don't know if it's just because I was like, how the fuck are they going to pull this off? And then I watched and you're like, oh, the first one bad. and I was like... Oh, that worked. And then I watched the second one. And I was like, oh, that was actually really good. So You know what? I haven't seen the second one. Oh, see, I really like it. I know. I'm, I don't think it was as liked by most as it was by me, but, you know, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah. The art in it, because there's, uh, there's a lot of stuff in Asgard in Thor The Dark World, and it reminds me a lot of uh, Naboo from Star Wars, except good. <laughs> and, cause, and also because Nellie Portman's there, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so, fair enough. That's great. So I enjoyed it. But yeah, so I'm interested... To see this film, yeah, I don't I, see it. Because he, has he done action stuff before? No, 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 no he hasn't. Definitely right. not. Well, I mean, they have people to take care of all that stuff, I suppose. Yeah, and actually, usually the action stuff is done by the second unit. Yeah, so... On every, yeah, and, every and, big film except for uh, Robert Rodriguez movies, because he does it the, op- right. the opposite way around. Most directors just... want to do, like, the character drama scenes and they just get a second unit to go out and shoot explosions and stuff. He likes right, he the explosions, but he finds it boring to do the the expositional parts. So he gets his second unit to do those. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's a thing I didn't know about Rodriguez. Yeah. If you watch some of the uh, some of the director's commentaries, not that they do that anymore, but on some of the old uh, films of his, like Desperado. They don't do that much now, do they? No, they don't. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Because hmm. I, I mean, I just assumed, you know, as a director, you'd, you'd want to be all over the film. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Well, that's right. Just... The uh, the other thing that uh, I was reading this week about heroes of the super mm. variety, a Reddit user calculated that if <laughs> Captain America was a real person and he actually was a soldier active during World War II, frozen for as long as he was, and then still used in active service <laughs> in modern day, yeah. that uh, he would probably be entitled to back pay worth over $3 million. 
right? <laughs> right, of course. And uh, there was a bit of speculation going back and forth. So the US Army have officially released this statement. If Captain Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America, were not a fictional character, big caveat though, and <laughs> yeah, the circumstances no. <laughs> surrounding his disappearance and recovery actually real, he may be entitled to receive back pay. However, a wide variety of variables would have taken <laughs> would be taken into consideration to actually calculate the true amount of back pay to which he would be entitled to receive. And he goes on <laughs> to say that it would actually be quite a bit in excess of the $3 million. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, I assume he's going to come out of the woodwork now. Yeah, I would say so. Although, and I haven't seen Civil War yet, but apparently mm. he gets up to some stuff in Civil War that would have uh, gotten him a dishonorable discharge, which yeah. would mean that he's no longer entitled to any any back pay that he's owed. So possibly oh, you don't, would... Uh, what, do you not get paid until you leave or something? I don't know. I don't know how the army works. <laughs> That's surprising nobody. <laughs> yeah, actually, I don't know either. In fact, I didn't yeah. know that I didn't know how the army worked until just now. <laughs> Listeners, write in podcast at multiplenergasm.com. And tell us how the army works. Yeah. If you're if you're in the army, right, and you listen to this podcast, please write in. Yeah. Can like, I just tell if you there's that? someone over in fucking the Middle East somewhere listening to us, like while they're fighting, please <laughs> oh let us know. Oh my god. I would love to think that. Because you know why? I would love to do a tour out there like um Bob Hope, you know? <laughs> Sure. And just go and do a live show just for the troops. Just does in Iraq and being offensive. I actually think our humor would probably go down pretty well in uh, Middle America. You know yeah. what I mean? Which I assume yeah. is where all the American soldiers are from. Yeah, you're probably right. Although I, so my uncle, right, is mm. uh, or was in the Air Force for many, many years, right. for most of his career. He's retired now, and I've, I've. I've gotten a few stories out of him occasionally he doesn't tell stories but sometimes little bits of trivia will slip out like the other day hmm. we're chatting we're catching up talking about the fact that i live in asia now and he's like oh yeah have you ever been over to the middle east and to uh you know uh dubai or anywhere i said no no, no i haven't gone yet uh he, i said have you ever been to dubai he's like oh yeah i was a pow there for a bit but like that's the only time i've been there and i was like what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just drop that into a conversation casually. Yeah. That anyway, <laughs> anyway, got to go. Bye. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sorry, no time to uh, give you any context to that. Mm. No, he was deployed there before the war broke out, and then when the war broke out, they detained all the uh, I don't know what Allies? enemies. Yeah, well, yeah, I, was right. I don't know how how to phrase it. But how yeah. would they refer to them? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I wanted to say Americans, but uh, yeah, yeah, right. He's not American. But I assume yeah, everyone see, that goes and fights overseas is fighting for the Americans. See, I got told by somebody, I'm not going to say who it was just in case this is the thing that I'm not supposed, you know, not supposed yeah. to know about or something like that. But I mean, maybe this is common knowledge I just didn't realize. But I was told by somebody that they were involved in building in the Pacific Islands, hmm. um, building facilities to hold German soldiers during World War II. And I was like, we had German soldiers in the Pacific Islands? Yeah. In World wow. War II? I didn't, I didn't know that. I'm not sure I knew that either. I mean, I'm no, I'm no expert, but I thought that's interesting. Yeah, because I just assume well, we don't, we don't keep prisoners. <laughs> yeah, because we're the we're the good we're guys, the good aren't guys. we? Well, you have to keep prisoners because the Geneva Convention forbids you for executing anybody or harming anyone who surrendered Whoa. to you. Wasn't suggesting we should. <laughs> no, no, I know. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, I what else do you do with them? No, 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 I know. Obviously, it makes sense. It's just I'd never thought about it. And it was it, uh, so it, it confused me on multiple levels because I was like, first of all, we had we were keeping them prisoner as well. And second of all, like near here. Yeah. I'm like, that's yeah. weird. I mean, not that I was around. No, it wasn't weird. And like uh, we looked out and we saw him and we're like, that's a bit weird. <laughs> just waving little kids in striped pajamas. Oh, wait, no, that was Jesus. my bad. I don't think we were doing that anymore. I, I took out the Jewish news from the pod, from the spreadsheet. There was Jewish news? There was a man who got arrested because he taught his dog to seek Heil. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's apparently illegal. He got, he got arrested he got for arrested it? For it. His dog was doing it. Wait, hang on, like, hang on. Does he live in Germany? I don't know. 
because I yeah, paste see, things I, in before I read them. Uh, <laughs> I think that is probably illegal in Germany. You're, probably, you've got to yeah, be very yeah, careful. Yeah, that's true. You've got to be very careful there. It's probably they totally were... fine in um, Japan because, uh, according to them, <laughs> there wasn't a World War Two. So yeah, it's fine. What, war, what are you talking about? It's Godzilla. Uh, this is a judgment call, Matt. I'm going to leave this up to you, right? Okay. Of whether or not we talk about our closest neighbours, Indonesia, right? Okay. Your closest neighbours and mine. Mm-hmm. Local villagers in Indo found floating down from the sky what they thought was an angel. <laughs> it was actually a blow-up sex toy. Um, <laughs> they dressed it in traditional Muslim clothing, hajib included. Oh, wow. And they uh, proceeded to worship it as their local deity. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. This is oh, true. Oh, man. I've seen multiple So where did it come sources. from? Well, that we don't know. I mean, I, I assume this is like a uh, gods must be okay. crazy type thing and it, you know, dropped out of a plane or something. Well, why would you have this on a plane? I don't know. I see a photo of it. Like and I've, I've actually... They took it to I've mosque clicked... to do special prayers for it. I've clicked through to an Indonesian website. Yeah. That I mean, the, the, I can't read it because it's obviously it's not in English, but it's got pictures and it does appear from the pictures to be legitimate. Yeah. And, and ridiculous. I mean, look, they've... Yeah. Oh my God. That is, that is madness. Now, listeners, if you can't see this, and I don't see why you could, um, the, <laughs> the face isn't as overtly sexual as you might be expecting from a blow-up doll no no you know, it, do- fact, it doesn't have a big open gaping mouth for example the the doll in this in the photo where it's dressed kind of is quite innocent looking it just looks like some That's sort of appeal. doll but then you know there's a shot of them with it where it's not clothed it's got these huge tits and a gaping vagina right you're like, clearly on a different website to me. How do I how do I get to this? <laughs> click through. Click through and then, to what? On, I'll post it. Uh, where is? Where I do click through to another article that says. Uh, click on that one. I just pasted in. All right. And then have a look at the photo at the top where they're posing with it. <laughs> uh, like once it's covered up, it's fine. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess it kind of looks like a, some kind of fertility idol. <laughs> Oh, God. Look, as you say, when it's dressed, it's yeah. quite conservative, I guess. Yeah. Well, just just like a real woman. Yeah, I guess. But take her clothes off and she's nothing more than a sexual object. <laughs> oh, we're going to get emails. Podcast at multiplenerdgasm.com. Oh, God. Is that what the vagina of a sex doll looks like? Yeah. Oh, well, obviously, but I, I'm not that familiar. Well, Luke sent a snaps of some oh, that's earlier true. today. Earlier today. Yes. Actually, you know what? I'm going to sizzle that a little bit. Uh, listeners, Luke's found some fantastic new products for him to review. Oh, if you enjoyed his review of wait. the um, Magic 8-Ball butt plug, I'm hoping he picked up one of those... What do you even call that thing that he sent us a picture of? Oh, it was like a... Does it have a name? It was like a tiny, tiny doll of a woman, but with a normal-sized vagina. Yeah. Yeah. Like, imagine... <laughs> it, it reminded a... me of the vajankle. <laughs> yeah, right. Imagine, listeners, a fleshlight where... The vagina bit of the fleshlight is the size that it would normally be, but the handle is just a miniature woman who is, yeah. and it's that that's supposed to be her vagina. That's what this thing looked like to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, and if you're having trouble imagining that, I don't blame you. No. And I apologize that I made you do it. Meanwhile, I've clicked through to a uh, to an article called "Locals Mistake Sex Doll for Fallen Angel, Comma Why It's Not as Crazy as It Sounds," and this <laughs> we've got this American social scientist who's basically saying. Look, in their culture, if you see a naked woman, you treat it with respect and put clothes on it. And that's what they did. <laughs> that's, no, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is like... And then uh, if they, like these, are, these are people who, A, are quite remote uh, and, mm. B, are very religious. So they, they are not going to have seen or possibly even heard of a sex doll. No, no. So Where did it come they from? made sense of this in the only way they could. I found it on a beach. Oh my god! I'm gonna. There's pictures of a dude like taking it out and shit. <laughs> so they know now, do they? Or they? They know no now, yes. Because getting... uh, somebody yeah. reported it, and the cops went out because <laughs> I think the report came out. Um, the body of a woman has fallen from the sky, 
uh, <laughs> and we're now worshipping it in our town square. And the cops are like, right. we should probably send someone out. <laughs> that sounds suspicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, that doesn't sound like the usual goings on. Yeah, I mean, I, I I made a call like that once. Cops got here pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, I'm just out here at uh, South Penrith, <laughs> and the body of a woman's fallen out of the sky. Uh, you know, we're worshipping it. Um, but don't worry, you want to come... it was naked. I've now clothed yeah. it. And even though this is a this is obviously an audio podcast, I am making the universal sign of but the phone with my thumb and finger. I'm doing it as well. Yeah, holding it up to my. I don't know why. I'm not even talking. You're the police officer listening right. to me make this report, Dan. If I could have your full attention, please. Stay where you are. We're sending a squad car out to you immediately. Oh, thanks. If you want to save us some time, you could handcuff yourself and sit on the curb. Uh, I'll have to take the handcuffs off her, but all right. <laughs> That's all for this week. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.